God'll get you for that one. Maud is owned by Shout Factory. God'll get you for that, Walter. Is produced for entertainment purposes only. Sponsored in part by Finley's Friendly Appliances. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of God'll Get You for That, Walter. He certainly will. And how. Yes. Um, uh, my name is Tomcat, and I am joined by the ever-lovely, the ever-delicious Tony Homer. Oh, I sound like a dessert confection. Yes, you are a dessert confection. Like You're a, my dessert confection. I feel like a chocolate-covered strawberry. You don't feel like a Christmas candle? Mm, well, maybe I should. <laughs> <clears throat> maybe I should. A recurring theme is mentioning the Christmas candle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Today, we are discussing... Um, we're in a new season! I know, we hey, made we're it. in a new season. We made it all the way to a brand new season. Yeah. We're starting uh-huh. season two. Season two. Uh, and the first episode of season two is called Walter's Problem. Walter's Problem Part One. Part One. It is a two-parter. Two-parter. And you know, one of the things that I love is that, you know, a lot of 70s sitcoms did do two-parters. Mm-hmm. Like, nowadays you have, like, hour-long shows. Yes. And there's no such thing as a two-parter. Like, if right. they could put it all in one episode, they'll put it in one episode. Yes. Yes. And, the, the thing, and, and even they, that's when they started doing, like, <laughs> you wouldn't remember, but, like, on shows like Happy Days... Mm-hmm. They would. They started doing like crossovers with like Laverne and Shirley. Yes, and he, I think they even. They did still it. did that today. Yes, they still yes. Do that but today. It's, that's when they started. Was back. Yeah, in it was the, back in the seventies. In the seventies, because before before then, it was it was like every show was basically just self-contained. They didn't do these. Well, I mean, crossovers. they could do, they could do the crossover like it. Yes, and then there was the big boom in um in the nineties with mm. uh, T uh, TLC. With um oh my god thank you TGIF TGIF where yes. they would air all of those shows and then they would yes. all like sort of interconnect in some and way and the Golden Girls did that with Empty Nest with Empty Nest that show Nurses yeah they I think you know things that they, they all they, connected in they, the great you know, sitcom of life because they figured they got you they got you hooked yeah exactly. change the channel yes Ooh. um but this episode aired uh, September eleventh nineteen seventy three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it won an episodic comedy. It won an episodic comedy award through the Writers Guild of America. Yes, um, very prestigious award. And we have uh, Jeannie Lanero as uh, Sally, Sally, the the waitress. Yes, and she was at also uh, in the seventies appeared in The Godfather. Heaven very attractive woman in this in this episode. Like, Which, I mean, she, well, very, she needed to be for the for the part that she for plays. the part that she plays. And she was also on Mary Hartman. Mary Hartman never could get into that. Mary show. Hartman. Mary Hartman. <laughs> yes. Paging Mary Hartman. I used to watch that with my grandmother. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> she played. Yes, she was Nurse Ola in, in Mary Hartman. In Mary I don't Hartman. Who, I don't remember who Nurse Ola was. Neither do I. Now, of course, this was written by Norman, Norman Lear. Lear. Bob Weisskopf, and Bob Schiller. Yes. So, a lot of boys club. But it's it's always interesting to note that um, Maud's Dilemma was written by um, Susan Howard. Yes. Who also wrote a number of episodes for Golden, Golden Girls. Girls. Yes, she wrote a, a lot of, a lot of uh, sitcom yeah. episodes. Uh, so, with all that out of the way, let's... Discuss the ep- what are you? What is the matter with you? My pen, my pen seems to have like smeared all over me. It's fine. I'll just be careful what I touch and that's a good idea. You're afterwards. also using an ink pen. <clears throat> yes, you're, you're using those blotchy ink pens. Blotchy ink pens is to blame. But that's fine. You know that's that that's our story and we're sticking to it. Friends. It's all good. It's a good, you know it's like you could also use the excess for eyeshadow. <laughs> You could. You know, You're good if you wanted you know, to. Yet when you're drag queen, you have to be thrifty. creative, thrifty, and creative. Yes. If you run, run out of run out of blue ink. I mean, hey, how many pen. drag queens do we know that you use permanent ink on their their eyebrows? Not me. <laughs> Let me tell you that. Not me. But you know. So the episode begins with Maud and uh, presumably Walter in, in bed, bed together in the bedroom. Uh, she stirs awake, and they're all. It is important to note that this episode deals heavily with alcoholism. Yes. And so alcohol if it's abuse. triggering, if it is triggering, we, we suggest we're, we're prefacing. There's a warning. Yeah. There's a warning, and there is also again spousal abuse in this in this episode. In this episode. So if it's something that you don't want to hear about, we completely we understand. completely understand if you if, just decide to stop listening. If you don't want to listen to this episode. So, but many of the other episodes do not deal with even at the even like five. even at the end of the episode, I was just like, I don't want to watch this part. It triggers me. It, yes, it's, tr- it's triggering, but 
We just want to let everyone we're just know. Putting the putting the caution disclaimer label, is out putting there. Putting the caution tape up. The disclaimer has been noted. So, yes. all right. So if you're still here with us at <laughs> this point, you're, you're welcome. Welcome to welcome yes. to. Uh, so so she's kind of, seems kind of hungover. A little bit. She has that look. Love it. She has yeah, that look like, at that like know, glazed, like, yeah. confused look in her eyes. It's like, what did I do last night? Have you ever and been hungover? My God, yes. I don't think. I mean, oh. I. I don't think I've ever been hungover, but there was a time when I like got a little a little blitzed, and then I slept in the car. And when I woke up, I oh. had such a headache. Oh. And I'm like, I need food. I need water. I need to nourish myself because my God, it, it, I just felt like there was this pounding in my head. Can I quickly tell you a funny drinking story? I would love to hear a funny because I really story. don't drink any anymore. Um, just just because I just don't. Yeah, I, you know, I've got I've got gout, which you, it's, it's you not reach a certain age and alcohol just doesn't. My grandmother used to drink all the time, and then like God as, bless she, her. as she continued to age, she was just like, I can't drink this anymore. So I can't. God, God bless her. So I was <clears throat> I was doing a show on Fire Island. Yeah, the Palace Princess. Yeah, Ariel Sinclair's. Uh, show that she was running at the time. It was like yes. a contest. Mm -hmm. The only uh, contestants were me and Bella Noche. And um, they gave us a room to share. So it was me and Frank and Bella and Paul. Yeah. And I believe you told me this story. And I, oh, it, I it, it does did. tickle me. It I does probably tickle did. me. And, but uh, now we get to tell the people. Now I get to tell everyone. So... <laughs> after, after the contest... And Bella won, by the way, which I was very happy for. Her. Um... And, the, everybody was like off, offering us drinks, offering me, offering me shots. I, I I don't do shots. I really don't drink. And but I was like having a good time. Didn't have to drive, so I just you lived. lived. You lived <clears throat> a little. I was living my best life. Isn't it something how alcoholism is like part of being living your best life? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just I just find that very interesting. Like a lot of yes. people, well, we'll discuss <clears throat> we'll discuss alcoholism mm -hmm. and the toxicity on yes. a person. But do go on with your story. So I'm gonna try and tell it as quickly as possible. So like afterwards, you know, we went back to the room and we de dragged, and and me and Bella were feeling no pain, and we were we were like two like 16 year old girls basically, yes, like, laughing and, and hootering and hollering, and uh, at one at one point. <laughs> Paul yelled at me and Bella that because he had to get up early and go to, to go, go to work, to work to the work. next day. And me and Bella, we were we were just like we were like the kids who have been like told by the parent that we're that we're being bad. Yeah. So then so then at that point, um, Paul and Bella went went to get some fresh air, and um, Frank and I were just gonna go to sleep. And I tried to lay down, and all of a sudden, that's when I felt the room start to oh, spin. No. And knew I was going to be sick. Had to rush into the bathroom and, you know, worship the porcelain god. And the whole time, I'm thinking, please, let me let me get this all out before Bella and Paul come back. And I'm completely embarrassed. <laughs> and I did. So it's like, <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because that was sort of what was going on. Like, yes. Maud was waking up and she was clearly, clearly hungover. Yes. Um, and she's like... T like kicking, not kicking, but like pushing and shoving Walter, shaking away. him a little bit, you and, know, and saying like, you know, Walter, wh what? Who's going first? I'll go first. Okay, she's fine. Like, she's like, oh, you really tied one on. You're feeling no pain. No pain. They yeah. mentioned playing uh, a frisbee with, with a frozen, frozen pizza. pizza. Um, you know, Maud went to bed at ten thirty. Yeah, awful early. Awful early for. I mean, uh, considering they were partying. Considering so they were partying. Well, how early did they did they start? They were partying in their forties and fifties. Yeah. So let's let's let you know suspend the disbelief a little bit. Yeah. So Maud is like Walter, Walter, and then Walter walks walks in to the bedroom to the bedroom holding his head. Yeah. And 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 goes in, into the bathroom, and now Maud. Is is staring shocked. at the audience, just having this blank face on. Because you know she thought Walter was lying sleeping next, next to, her, to her, sleeping, and he wasn't. And who is this? Who's been sleeping in Who's my been bed? Sleeping in my bed. Ugh. So you know, uh, I adore B. Arthur. We know this. We know this. Her comedic timing is uh, so the timing is impeccable. Great. Her timing because is so like impeccable. she is looking at the camera yeah. and she's holding it. Yeah. And she's milking it from the audience. For all that it's worth. And then she 
slowly, and I'm talking slowly, creeps over to, like, start to pull the sheets back to find out who was right. sleeping next to her. And, like, she's going, go, and then she stops. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she pauses. Mm -hmm. And it, just that milking of timing is so yes. impeccable. Yes. She finally pulls back. Well, no, 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 Walter. No, no. Walter, oh, Walter walks, walks back, back, back in. That's right. And he's he's like apologizing that he passed out on the couch. That he passed out on the couch, and then he goes to sit on the bed, and he sits on well, the person the who's person under the sheets. Who's under the sheets? Who you know? And he yells, and that's when you know they pop up, and it, we see it's Arthur. We see it's Arthur. <laughs> And like Walter is screaming like Arthur, Arthur, and he's like, tell, uh, tell him I'm in surgery. Yes, Arthur's just Arthur is Arthur is also yeah. hungover. They're yes. all blitzed. Yeah, all hungover. And, and and Arthur goes like just turn turn over and go back to sleep, and and does so. But then like looks up and he sees more, and, and then he's shocked. He's he's like jump out of the bed. He's tr trying to throw his pants on. And, and and Walter wants an explanation. Well, actually, Arthur wants an explanation first. Like he and he, yes. he accuses Maud. Like Maud, right. what are you doing in bed with me? And, yes. and it's, no, that's not the that's not the first question you ask. Right. And she's she's like, if we were the last two people, nothing happened. If we were the, we were last, the last two, two people, people on Earth, Earth, you and I would be the last two people we'd be on the Earth. The last two people left on Earth. And, um, um, like, just Arthur continuously mentions a 10-foot pole. Yes, that he wouldn't, he wouldn't touch mud. He wouldn't mud touch mud with a 10-foot pole. With a 10-foot pole, and she's, that's the only way he would, he would touch So, um, Arthur is now explaining uh, himself, saying, I thought I was in my house, I yes. went upstairs, I brushed my, my teeth, teeth, and then I went to sleep. And then Walter says, you used my toothbrush, too? Two? <laughs> to it, to which Maud says, what do you mean, two? What do you mean, two? <laughs> <laughs> Like he, well, it's like in her mind, it's like well, well Walter was more he, he, more upset about more him upset using about the, toothbrush. the toothbrush than using his than wife, using his wife, which he didn't use, which he did not, he use. did not, he did not use. Oh, and and, <laughs> and says, I could have been violated. violated, and they both say at the same time, by who? <laughs> To which Maud utters the infamous line, God'll get you for that, both, both of you. Of you. <laughs> so oh. they, they, after that, it cuts to um, Carol and, and Florida in the Carol living room. Carol and Florida room. in the living room. And now, I do have to say, before we go any further, yes. for the drama that's mm. in this episode, yeah. they still managed to, to get make it funny, amazing, to get some amazing jokes comedy mm -hmm. in there at, at least at the very beginning in the very beginning yes it is a very it is I a mean, very comedic episode i mean that some of that stuff is is like so hilarious so funny well that's probably why i won the award yeah yeah and, and for it to like you know be able to normally you would say well this is not a, a topic that could be you know that would be a topic of yeah of comedy correct um, and I do, I mean, not for anything, I do believe that is the, the, um, to, to Norman Lear's credit and to the writer's credit, a lot of the sitcoms that Norman Lear produced were very heavy, serious topics that yes. still managed to be incredibly real, but also incredibly funny. Yeah. Like, they still managed to infuse the drama, they, they managed to create beautiful dramedies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know that's that's to their credit. Yes. Nowadays things tend to lean a little bit more on the shtick. Yeah. Um, like I, I I'm gonna use the the sitcom Mom as a good example. I've never seen it. It's not bad. I, I mean I love it because of I love Alice and Janney, mm -hmm. um, who actually in my opinion would probably be a great Maud. Mm -hmm. I would love for Alice and Janney to impersonate Maud if Norman Lear does not have my number already. <laughs> Uh, um, I don't think Norman Lear is alive anymore. He is. He, is he still alive? Norman Lear is still alive. Oh, Mel Brooks is still alive. Paul Reiser is still alive. Well, Paul Reiser, he's not, he's he's was nowhere near up. True. Very true. Uh, Betty White is still alive. Betty true. White's going to be a hundred. Going to be three months. Unbelievable. In three months, she's going. Her and Bob Hope. Unbelievable. Um, well, he was her father. Yeah. <laughs> That's that. Yep, it's uh -huh. gotta be in the genes. Has to be in the genes. Oh, so yes, that is that is to their credit how they're able to like make this very serious, serious topic. Um, uh, be, they're, they're funny. They're, they're, they're funny. 
Yes. Well, you know, it's like my mother always used to say. She was like, you know, you can either you can either laugh or or you can choose to cry. Mm-hmm. And and they sort of encompass both of those. Yes. Things. One hundred percent. At least in this episode. So we're we're now we 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 cut to the living room. Carol and Florida are trying to clean and it the, up. The uh, the house is trash. Trash. It was like a, it was like a it was like a, a party happened. It, it, it was like a you know white girls a bachelorette. Yes, party. and there was only three of them. Yeah, and they and they trashed with food and moving of the furniture mm-hmm. and just everything was in disarray. Paintings mm-hmm. were like knocked off kilter. Yeah. So, so there was just there was a big old party happening. Yeah. So Florida opens with, if this was in my neighborhood, they'd condemn it. <laughs> if this house is in my neighborhood, they'd condemn it, and then they'd charge double. Uh-huh, yeah. Because, you know. She's right. She is very right. Yes. So I, I believe that they, that uh, Walter, Arthur, and Maud all come downstairs. Yeah. Well, Carol also mentions that this was the first utterance. Like, Carol was just like, I have to like get the house ready oh, yes. for, for Philip. Philip. Philip's birthday today. Philip's ninth, ninth birthday. birthday yeah. And then she's got a cake that she's working on. Yep. Cake plays an important part. Cake does play a very important part in this. Mm-hmm. It plays a very important part in my life, too. Yes. And Florida's like, look who's here. Yeah, they all walked downstairs. And I think... Um, Maud starts by saying the Democratic com- this looks like the yeah. Democratic committee after the Watergate scandal. Yes. It looks because worse than that. It looks worse, worse than that. Worse than, 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 than the Democratic, you know, committee. Uh, to the Democratic the, committee. Conven- or the convention or something yeah, like some after, that after you know the Watergate trial. After the Watergate trials. Yes. Oh my my my. And uh I have here that uh Maud is looking at a picture. It turns out it's the picture of her of her mother. Of her mother and there's all these holes in it. So she's accusing like the guys of who who did this, right? So she, Arthur initially says, "Oh, it was me," but Walter yeah. put me up to it. Right, right. They used it for to play. They darts. used it to play darts. After Walter, After made, Walter made the made... obscene phone call. Yep. Because you know Maud said, "Oh well, thank God my mother's number isn't listed." Yeah. And Arthur goes, "Oh, well, Walter remembered it." Yes, Walter. He was that. He was able to remember. And that's when the phone rings. Actually, no, that he was able to remember, but putting he he even sober he forgets to put the seat down. Yes, yes, that t- that tickled me. That that yes. Um. So the phone rings. The phone rings. And Maud goes to answer it, and she goes, "Hello, mother." Hello, mother. Wait, he said what? And then she starts She's laughing. laughing. She starts cackling. Yeah. And again, the brilliance of Beyond, like, <laughs> yeah. I know that's not it's funny. It's not mother. funny. <laughs> Um, and I think oh. she ends up saying, like, yes, we, she, she ends up, like, ending the conversation, and then she points to, like, Walter, like, mm. you, you, wow, you really did mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So, again, that's when they, the boys decide they've got to show, uh, Maud the number. The that number that they They did. worked up. So, Maud sits down, mm. and I could see us doing something, I could see us doing something stupid like that. Oh, my that. God, absolutely. Singing, uh, by the light by of the, the silvery, the moon. silvery moon. moon. They had their hats on. They had umbrellas for canes. Yeah, very vaudeville. They had, they worked out this whole shtick. Uh, Maud referred to it as uh, music to, to lose, lose your, your, lo- your breakfast lose, by. Yes. Music yes. to lose your breakfast by. Oh. And, uh, of course, now, um, Walter wants a Bloody Walter, Mary. Walter wants a Bloody Mary, so he goes into the kitchen to, you know, get some ice. Yes. Uh, no, I was... forget. At, when, when, did Carol in Florida, b- before anyone came down, were, were, was Carol, did she bring up the drinking at that I think point? so, yeah, she, she did. did. No, she did. She brought up it beca- the, dr- it, yes. the drinking. Yes. It becomes apparent, like, when Carol mentions how they uh, they were drinking the night prior. Right, right. Um, and, you know, again, it's that it's that romanticizing of toxic behavior mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where, you know, sitcoms of the day would do that. They would, yeah. like, make it seem like it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, like, whenever I hear somebody say, oh, I would love to go, like, back in the day, back in the good old days, mm-hmm. back in the good old days, like, they weren't good. Mm-hmm. Stop believing that nostalgia equates good. Yes. Don't believe the hype. Do not believe. Oh, that was good. <laughs> God will get you for that, Walter. Don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. Um, so, yes. Walter goes to get the ice for his Bloody He's Mary. He's a Bloody Mary. And, uh, you know, while Maud and Arthur are alone, they they come to a, they come Arthur, to a decision. Well, Arthur tells her that that was the, one of the best nights sleep he'd ever had. He'd ever had. <laughs> and she goes, thank you, Arthur. I'm glad I could replace your teddy bear. Yes. And I think at that point, Carol 
comes out from the kitchen saying, I can't believe he's getting ice for a Bloody Mary. That he's ma- he wants a Bloody Mary. Do you like Bloody Marys? No. I'm not I don't like them. tomato juice. I don't really like tomato juice. I don't like either. tomato juice and liquor. Like, that yeah. just seems, I mean, I know that it's a great hangover remedy, oh. but I'll just have my coffee. I, 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 I'll just have my coffee yeah. and or water. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't care. I, you know, the first time I ever got obliterated, uh-huh. it was at a cousin's party and I had a little too much blueberry wine. I think I mixed blueberry wine and also white wine. Oh. So when you, at that point, like, it's not like you're mixing a rosé in your stomach. Mm-hmm. Um... So I ended up going home and I ended up tossing my cookies. Oh, that was the first time. The second time I ever lost my lunch was mm. um, I was at my ex's house, and uh, we at the time we were we were split up, but we were uh-huh. trying to like you know remain friends and whatnot. Uh-huh. It did not yeah, work. Out. Usually doesn't. Um, so I start drinking a bottle of wine with him, like we start uh-huh. drinking a bottle of wine, and then um, uh, we got a little. A little tipsy. Uh-huh. So he makes me this iced tea rum situation. Uh-huh. And it was awful. Oh. So I was getting, I was getting very, dr- and like, I, the room started spinning oh, and I'm Lord, like. Oh, I hate that feeling. We have to, the, the oh. worst, the worst part of the evening, and I felt dreadful about oh. this, was that um, my, a friend of mine was with us at the time and while I'm tossing my cookies in the toilet bowl, uh-huh. my ex is like rubbing my back and, t- and, and comforting me and whatnot. And then my ex decided to ask my friend, why don't you read some of your poetry to us? And I just, like, I am here losing my lunch. And you, lo- want, you, want, so, and you want to read and poetry. I, and you want him to read poetry. What? What? Uh, so that was the last time. And that was the last time. I'm usually very good about my alcohol intake. Like, I know where my limit is. Like, I know when I start to feel a little I, loose. I'm surprised you weren't like, oh, that is so nice of you. Don't ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, I to, don't say. what to say. Yes, yes I, I do. do. Don't ever do that. <laughs> That's what you should have said. Um, uh, but, yeah, that was just a... Uh, so Carol is telling them that they're part of the cocktail generation. Yes, which I found very interesting mm-hmm. for her to say. Yeah. And again, Carol is sort of being the figurehead of logic in this episode. Yes, and yes. She, Which I am just... Thank God for Adrienne Barbeau, man. Yes, she, she was the, uh, the, the voice of, of reason. Consistent voice of reason. Yes, she was sort of like the... Uh, uh, like in, in Greek tragedies, they have the chorus. She sort of was like the, the, the chorus. chorus in yep. this episode and then she's she brings up you know the the topic of alcoholism she says alcohol at the time was the number one like killer drug did you did you not mention that something to that some of that effect yeah and i tend to believe her because Mm. you know uh i'm trying to remember when cocaine became the drug of choice 80s it was the 80s the 80s so then before that it was probably methamphetamine and alcohol Mm. um yeah yeah, that was what that yeah. was what did a lot of people in. Yeah, pills and and uh, pills and uh, and alcohol. But like, you know, we've noted back then it was very easy to get, uh, you know, prescription. Yes, yeah, very easy um, to get prescription drugs. Drugs. As a matter of fact, I for some inexplicable reason I was watching Dope Sick last night, uh, which is a show on Hulu about mm-hmm. um, about oxycontin. Oh, and the, oh the dr- yes, the yes, drug, I did hear the drug about epidemic. That. Yes, yes. So again, very like you know, again, it's that same thing. Mm-hmm. The more things change, mm-hmm. the more they, things stay the same. The same. Yes. And uh, you know, again, that's one of the reasons why. Uh, again, recurring theme. That's why we're do- why we're talking about this show. Mm-hmm. You know, as old as Maud is, and like I think next year, uh, it'll be fi- it'll be the fifty year anniversary oh. of Maud of Maud's airing, oh. and um, you know, it's just. It's just that. The mm-hmm. show is 50 years old, but mm-hmm. 50 years later, we're still having the same conversations same about conversations. abortion, about gay rights, about alcoholism, about drug Substance problems, abuse, about, about just all of these issues, things. Race these issues. Things, everything. Things. Class issues. And yep. politics. And all the politics. Yes, yes. So... Oh. Um, at that point, well, they, well, Maud and Arthur are saying that they could quit if they want. Yes, correct. And Carol is, is is insisting that they're hooked. 
And she, like, Maud says, you really don't know your mother. Mm-hmm. Because now, like, Maud's being challenged by right. her daughter. So right. in true to form fashion, she's going to be like, I will have no problem. Right. I will have no problem quitting. I can quit like that. Yeah. Quit anytime I want. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, honestly, I think of myself as the same way. Like... People get hooked on nicotine, they mm. get hooked on, mm-hmm. like, I will have one, maybe one cigarette a month. Mm-hmm. And, like, to me, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, I, I, I'm thankful that the only vice that I have involves the bedroom. Mm-hmm. That's the only vice I have. Uh-huh. And that's it. Okay. I don't have any vices. All right. Why, you're looking at me? Why are you giving me that incredulous I'm, look? I'm like, are you, are you going to reveal this vice, or, or, or is oh, it? The bedroom, sex. Oh, I well, not, I enjoy physical pleasure. That's not a vice. I think what? sex is a vice. What? You've never you've never wow a vice a vice. Why, why, why would you think it's a vice? It's natural. Because it's it, it, natural, yes. But there are still chemicals you know that are produced when you are physically ple- when you are engaging in physical pleasure. Yes, but I think we're 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 programmed to enjoy it. We're I don't think we're programmed to enjoy it because then how do you explain asexuals? Uh, well, you know. <laughs> there are people out there that just don't engage in physical pleasure. That's true. But some people, it's like, it's in their DNA. True. Very and true. Some, you know, but. I've always thought, I've always said to myself, like, if there was anything that I was addicted to, it's sex. Mm-hmm. Not that I would, like, say, hi, I'm Tomcat, I'm a sex addict. Uh-huh. Because, again, I just, I'm not predisposed to, like... How, did my, how does my mother usually put it? I don't have an addictive personality. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some people out there who, who yeah, do yeah, have, there are who some people. Yeah, there are some people that. Yeah, there are some people that. And in this, sex in, is an addiction. Yes, yes, in this instance, Walter definitely has an addiction. An addiction. He has an addictive personality because yes. not only does he get hooked on uh, alcohol, there. Oh no, that wasn't that wasn't an addiction. It was just he was in a really 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 depressed state and he downed a bottle of pills. Right. Right. That was, yes. but that's that's a later, later conversation. Episode. That's a three-parter episode. Oh, this Lord. is only a two-parter. It's only a two-parter. So oh. Arthur says though. So because um, Arthur and Maud say they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna quit. They're gonna yes, go they agree turkey. that they're gonna go cold turkey. But Arthur says it won't be that so easy for Walter. Yes. Yes. Um, and then and something comes up with Maud bringing up about her. Uh, uh, ending up in, in bed with with Arthur and like Carol is shocked. Carol has just this look of, yeah, of fright like, on her face. And 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 Arthur, you know, is is goes like, again with that ten foot pole, and she yeah. says, "Arthur, you mentioned that pole one more time, and I'm going to club you to death." Yes. And and uh, Arthur explains that Walter doesn't drink like them. That he doesn't drink like no, like uh, how Maud and Arthur drink. Yeah. And Carol says. She believes that Walter has a has problem. And um, and but she then she's gotta get back to her cake. Yeah, she has to get back to baking the cake for Philip's birthday. Mm-hmm. So then Walter comes back out of the kitchen and complaining that there was no ice already made, that he had right. to scrape the uh, they yeah. uh, scrape the uh, frost off the coils. Yes, yes. That's a very dated joke. Yes. Because I used, I used to have a freezer like that. Not fun. <laughs> the freezers that you had to defrost. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! What yes. a horror! What a yep. horror! Usually, you ended up like it just like turned one block of ice, and you just never had anything frozen. Wow! Or you chipped away just enough to put like <laughs> something in. Oh my God! <laughs> they were horrible. You they know, horrible. I, I'm so thankful that I live in a modern era where I don't have to worry about things like uh, that. But you know, I uh, say these things, and then 20, 30 years from now, when you're dead. Um, I will probably have the same thing happen to me. Of course. Where it's just like, wow, look at this modern technology. How did we survive years ago? Mm, we did. We did. Uh, so, Maud tells Walter that her and Arthur are going to quit drinking. Yep. And Walter's like, well, that's great. It's going to be more for me. More for me, yeah. Yes. Because he's hollow leg Findlay. And Arthur is is trying to convince Walter that they should all, you know, he's, he's quit like, together. Quit the together. Three, what did he say? The three not uh, the three mus not musketeers. It wasn't the three musketeers. He ended up. It, oh, I what forget, was the? I forget the term. Yeah, he, he didn't. I yeah. Three musketels. 
don't the three rusty steers, or rusty the three, steers, I, something, something, that something like a drink, something like that. Yes, the three, the two, the three Cuddy Sarks, something. Um, so Arthur mm. bets Walter a hundred bucks. Um, that you know that they that Arthur will quit drinking that before they're, he. They're going to quit drinking, and then they're going to stay, stay yes. that, stay and, sober. And, basically, you know, so whoever, whoever you know, loses the bet has to pay the other one. So Walter, bucks. Walter is like incensed, like a yeah. hundred bucks. That's going to be the easiest a hundred bucks I've ever made. Yeah, and like he proceeds. And, and Arthur is like starting right now. Yeah, starting right this. And, a very tense scene, honestly. If you yeah. pay attention to Walter's face and Arthur's face, mm-hmm. like because one of the things I love about Conrad Bain's portrayal of Arthur is that yes, he is a Republican. Yes, he is this. In today's society, he would be considered a loathsome creature yes. that just does not want to, does not want anybody but cis mm-hmm. white hetero men to have all the rights and all the benefits. Right. Um, but despite that fact, he is still a good friend to he, Walter and Maud. Yes. Um, uh, yes. And in some of those moments, in some of those like brief shining moments, like you see Arthur genuinely showing concern for his friend. Yes. Like. He wants Walter like quit drinking because he knows Walter that Walter problem. has a drinking problem because they've yeah. been friends since the since the war. Right. So Arthur obviously has a has an idea as to how bad Walter's drinking can get. Right. So right. for him to like even consider this bet, he knew that he was going to probably get a hundred bucks out of Walter anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So so Walter's like you know. Well, Fine, let's drink to it. And let's he, drink to it, and he downs, downs the Bloody Mary. Downs the Bloody Mary. You know what I, don't, I hate about Bloody Marys? They, they, they have like a thickness. Yeah, that, it's a textural that, problem. That it's a textural problem. Thickness of, of the tomato juice, I just, ugh, ugh. But Jello shots, I can take no problem. I don't have a problem with Jello. It's just that tomato juice, that pulpiness. Ugh. But I mean, I could drink screwdrivers without a problem. Yeah, I've had screwdrivers. But I, wouldn't that be the same consistency, like a like that no. that pulpy orange juice and and uh, champagne? Well, that uh, orange juice and champagne isn't that a mimosa? A mimosa. I'm so sorry. It's orange juice and vodka. That's a screwdriver. That's a screwdriver. But I mean, alcohol and but orange juice. It's it's not. It doesn't have that thickness that like tomato juice has. True. 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 You true. Know? True. There's, true. There's a little. It's just. Ugh, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Oh no. And yet. I like vodka sauce. <laughs> just tomatoes. <laughs> and vodka. <laughs> but there's pasta, maybe. That's there's sweet. pasta for that. There's maybe I mean, that's if why you wanna have if you okay. wanna if you wanna have like what, clamato was it years oh, ago? Clamato. Clamato. Oh clamato. <laughs> Clam juice and tomato juice together. Oh, oh my <laughs> god. Who? Who thought and that the was name a good idea. of God? Who in the name of God? Who in the name of God? In God's creation, though, that was a good idea. Who thought mixing tomato juice and and clam juice was a good idea? I was like, oh. (laughs) Horrible. Horrible. Uh, All right, so that's where we break. That's where we break. We come back from the commercial break in um, what is ostensibly like the Finley's favorite bar restaurant to go to. Yeah. Or was it or was it the country club? I think honestly I think you're probably you're probably right it was the country club. I'm like wondering. I think I think maybe I think it was, was the country club. The because club. they've used that they've used that set before. Yeah, for but like the club a, club probably has like a restaurant yeah. area. Um where where injury, like Walter is sitting at his Walter was there first, so right. he's sitting at the table, and he's ordering. And a, he's ordering a Shirley Temple. Yes, from from uh, our the only from guest Sally. star, Sally. From Sally. Sally, Jeannie Lanero. Jeannie Lanero, and she's she very uh, beautiful, buxom, very buxom, very curvy, sort of very waitress. very short skirt, very short. Did did they wear? Wait, did did maids mm-hmm. not maids, but waitresses wear? Uh, yeah, really. Oh yeah. Oh, that's absurd. Yeah, yeah. Cocktail waitresses always wore those very, you know. They, I mean, that was how you got tips. That's how they got tips. That's how you got tips. But I mean, look at look at look at the 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 Hooters. Um, yeah, outfits. no, you're right. And actually, now they came out with a new outfit, and they're getting a lot of uh, um, they're getting a lot of flack over it because it's it's apparently it's so skimpy. People are saying it's like. It's not really acceptable for something, an outfit like that, and, and you're serving food. I mean, but they're doing away with Hooters. Hooters is slowly going away. It's only, I should hope so. I, th- I think so. I mean. I, you know, isn't Hooters. is there one, like, here? Or did they was, get rid of that? They closed it. it. It's and a it Starbucks became a Starbucks now. Starbucks now. 
everything everything that every closes game is, becomes every a Starbucks. Game is Starbucks and a liquor store. Yes, everything that closes in becomes a Starbucks or a Seven Eleven on Seven, Long Island. On a Seven Eleven. I, I mean, where we live, I mean, there is. A 7-Eleven on every, and on every street corner there is 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven. <laughs> oh, But heavens. basically, yeah, 7-Eleven and, and, and Dunkin' Donuts. Yep, 7-Eleven I mean, and Dunkin' Donuts. We could, walk, we could walk to all of them. Within, within walking distance. Yes, easily. Um... So oh. they're, they're, you know, he's sitting at the bar and he's like drinking, he's sitting at the he, table and he's drinking the Shirley he, Temple. He orders the Shirley Temple, but, well, he, yes, you're right, he, he takes a taste, right? He takes a sip of it and he's just like, he just grimaces. Yes. Like, I don't, mm, yes. I don't like that. But then he, he reaches out, into his pocket and pulls out a Jack flask. Hart, there's a flask. Pulls out a flask. And he spikes the, he spikes he the Shirley Temple. Spikes and, the Shirley Temple. And he, he takes a sip and then he's, he's happy. Yes. And, and that's when Arthur, Arthur enters saying Arthur that he was joins. stuck. He was stuck because he was with an acupuncturist. Or he yeah. was yes. trying to Except remember what the joke was. I was with an acupuncturist and got stuck. And got stuck. So, bum bum Dad joke. Literally, that is, that is the daddest dad joke. Platinum dad joke. So... Um, they're drinking Shirley Temple. They're drinking Shirley Temples, and Sally is just being a sassafras. Like, yes. you boys better be like better. Yes. Just making making jokes about their age, yes. like basically saying, "Oh, you're boys. Like, why are you drinking Shirley Temples?" Yeah. Like, well, actually, I think they order. Uh, uh, Arthur Walter orders then another Shirley Temple for himself and a Shirley and for Temple Arthur for Arthur, and as Sally's leaving. Arthur, Arthur goes to grab, to grab her skirt, her butt. yeah, and it's like you know everybody's just laughing and like it's like it's it's amazing how you know how the far times, we've come. How the time <laughs> how times have well, changed. Well, I mean, men will men still try men that. Men will still try that. Uh, but it's like back then it was it was mm. like well you know she's just it would have been like and this, she's just I want I want to point something out. She should out. be used to that. And in in reruns, mm -hmm. they'll cut that part out. Oh, they do. Mm -hmm. Interesting. In certain reruns, they'll cut that part they out. They do. They cut that because I've seen it. I I I remember watching it the first time on air. Mm -hmm. Um and then I remember like watching it when I when I bought the DVD set and I'm like that scene wasn't in there before. Oh, interesting. But then when I downloaded it on online and then I saw the I saw that same scene I was just like oh interesting they they kept it in that in that airing. Hmm. Um because so the reason why I say that is because I got the series through Ill-gotten Gains and um because it's just it's just easier. It's mm. easier to watch all of the episodes right. that way than right. it is to like rip all of the episodes from the DVD and then do it that way. True. With that said, yeah. there will be episodes where I will probably have to watch the night prior mm -hmm. um, and just like take note of the scenes that the may or may not differences be, be on missing. Some of them? Interesting. Um, but yeah, mm. that was that was definitely one of those things. And again, mm. of the times, very mm. of the times. Like if you watch Mad Men, you will you will see sexism like you would not believe. Mm. Um, and you know it gets you would think that after grabbing the skirt um, that that would be all Arthur does but, no, it's, but it's, it's not, not. It's, it's not, not. all it Arthur does it continues so they're talking and uh, uh, um, I'm trying to remember what they were having the conversation well, about well Arthur now he's, he starts he's basically saying that he, he's you know glad that uh, Walter is taking these steps and he's noticed like for the he's been like buzzed for the past four months because yeah. it's like you know it's like a martini at lunch, the martinis before dinner, then uh, I, for, I forget what it was with dinner. But I mean that's something after dinner, and he's just been like on a constant buzz. Yeah, it's like for the past four months, basically it's it's gotten it's gotten progressively worse. worse. And and Arthur Arthur has noticed this. Mm -hmm. And uh, I believe that's when Sally. That's when Sally comes, comes back, back with, the, with with the other the new the new Shirley Temple Shirley for Temples. And at that point, Arthur grabs her hand. Yeah, and yeah. starts saying, "How about you and I go down to Jersey City together?" Yeah, he's making a total pass out. Total her. pass, and she's like, "I gotta ask my husband." Right. And Arthur says, "If I wanted your husband to come, I'd have asked him." Right. And while they're having their little misogynistic, sexist conversation. Right. Walter continues to spike. He spikes the new drink. The new drink. Yes. And uh, so Sally Sally leaves. And 
Walter accuses Arthur of being a dirty old doctor. Yeah. And you can see at this he point... He mentions Dean Martin. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, and, and Dean Martin was mentioned earlier. Dean Martin was mentioned earlier. But it's always, you know, it's fun to point out that while Dean Martin, yes, played a lush... Yes. He wasn't an he wasn't, alcoholic. He wasn't an alcoholic. He wasn't really a lush... He played that up. He played that shtick As a shtick. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. And like Arthur made a very, you know, again, to sort of balance out the fact that Arthur is human, um, he says making fun of it is yeah. part of the problem. Like making right. fun of alcoholism is part of the problem. Right. And he's not wrong. No. Like making fun of a problem like, oh, I'm depressed, I'm this, I'm that. Like, no, like I'm, I'm a horrible human being. Like when you put those things out there, mm -hmm. people will believe them. Yeah. People will believe you. Yeah. Like... It's true. Very true. So at this point, Arthur is now suspicious and he grabs the drink. Well, that's because Walter starts to yeah, get a little loose. Yes, he's, he's, he's definitely. He's getting a little loose and he's, he, definitely he's laughing now. and he's. Yes, there, he's definitely he's, buzzed. He made it apparent that he was buzzed. Was a little overacty, but yeah. not awful. But, you know, it had to be done for the sake of... For the sake of the, of for the, the, sake of the of show. The, for of the, the sake of the episode. Of the, yes, of the scene. Um, so Arthur, you know, he, he smells the drink. I don't remember what he what he said, but, you know... He just smells it and, like, makes a face. Yeah, so he knows, you know... And Walter's like, all right, I owe you a hundred bucks. I owe you a hundred bucks. And um, I'm trying to think what happens after that. Right, well, then we cut to the living room. Oh, that is what happens. And, we, there was, you know, okay. Carol comes, comes in... Uh, with a bike, with, with, bicycle. A, with, a, with a dark blue bicycle, because that's that is Philip's favorite color. Yes, and and Maud is sitting at the at the bar that they and have she's the, drinking a martini. Yes, and um, you, you know uh, Carol is saying, uh, you know this it's for Philip's ninth birthday, and Maud is saying how you know oh by Carol by uh, by nine years old she already had three fathers. Yes, and you know Carol's like, why? Well, I, you I know, would have rather had the bicycle. Have the, I would have rather had the bike. And, and then Maud looks at the camera and goes, "Now she tells." Now me. she tells me. So, um, then is that? Oh when, wait, no, hold on. Wait, there was a, there was a joke. What was there was the a joke? joke that Arthur said, like, "You better be careful with the drinking, otherwise you're going to be an enlarged liver with a bald spot and a mustache." Yeah, yeah. And then I think at that point, yes, at that point, we we cut to uh, back mm -hmm. at the Finlays. Yes. Um. So yeah, Carol again mentions the cocktail generation, uh, and then Maud ends up saying like, "This is how it works: one martini, I'm charming; right, two, I'm irresistible; and three, I fall flat on my olives." Mm -hmm. Um. And uh, I think Carol says, you she better says, watch your olives because that's your second martini. Right. And she's saying that they're, they're all lushes. And, um, but, you know, that but you, feels Walter has a drinking problem. Yes. I have to say, like, Adrian was leaning into the jokes a little bit. But when it came to being serious, like, she, she performed beautifully. Yes. And she made it very clear, like, she is uncomfortable with the mm -hmm. whole drinking thing. But she also acknowledges and accepts that this is part of who Maud and Walter are. Yes. So I believe it's at that point that Walter comes in. And he... Well, she mentions that Philip is at um, his friend Patrick or Danny's house. Yes, yes. Uh, so he wasn't going to be home because the bike is supposed to be a surprise. Yes, yes. Um, so at that point, I think uh, Walter enters whistling. Mm -hmm. He enters whistling and he makes this really funny face where he like scrunches up and is like waving. Yeah. I, I don't know why, but I always like that face he made. I don't know. Um, um, so Walter, I mean, Maud tells Carol, like, I know that Walter's drinking. Arthur right. just called me. Right, right. So she may have just started drinking after Arthur called. Right. Yes. To tell her that Walter is, you know, off the wagon. Yes, he fell off the wagon. He fell off the wagon. After only a few hours. After only a few hours. Uh. So, Walter comes home and, and is like, how did you know that I was drinking? Mm -hmm. And Maud goes, I bugged your swizzle stick. Yes. <laughs> that was that was funny. And uh. he, he, in his drunken stupor, like, gets on the bike and starts, like, pedaling. And um, he's like, evil Knievel coming through or something to that effect. Yes. Um, but she, she also at this point she she gives him she pours him a drink. Yep. Right, and you know she's she figures you know if you can't beat him join him. Can't beat him join him. 
you know, he he fell off the wagon, so there was no point for her to for her to continue to you continue. know stay sober. Yes. And, and and when he he got on on the bike, Maud was was telling him to get off, that he's going to break it. Yep, your daredevil days are over, and mm -hmm. after one and one more drink, your daredevil so will your daredevil nights. Right. So uh, at that point, Carol brings the cake in from out of the kitchen. Yep. And uh, she's saying that she's got to leave to go get party favors, and she's going to decorate the cake. No, she no? leaves. The, she leaves the cake inside. It was Walter who brought the cake. Oh, that's out. right. That's right. So Carol comes out saying, "I have to go. I have to go get decorations." And yes, I think she's got to get she party also, favors. She was also going to pick up Philip. Yes. So she goes to leave, yes. and then you know the yes. the two drunks are left to their own devices. Yes. No, she did bring in the cake. Did she, she did. bring in the cake? Yes, she brought it in and she put it on the the dining room table. On the dining room she table. It on the dining oh, room okay. table. Yes, 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 yes. You're right. You're right. You're right. She left right. it on the dining room table, and so then she's got to go get the party favors, get Philip. She will come back and decorate the cake. Yes. Afterwards. Yep. So. At that point, Modern Walter decides, you know something? Let's decorate the Let's cake. Just so it's one cake. less thing for yes. Carol to worry about. Maud was going to do the rosettes. Yes. And Walter was going to write happy birthday, Philip. Which, right. I mean, if I were Maud, I would have been like, Walter, you do the rosettes. I'll write happy birthday. Yeah. Because that that is, for someone in Walter's condition, that's just not a great idea. I would have said... Let me let me run over to Shoprite, buy the already made layer cake, <laughs> yes. and tell the girl in the back, throw some rosettes throw some on, rosettes and write on "Happy it. Birthday, Philip," and it would have been it would have been it would have all been good. We do not advise driving drunk. Ill, no. Ill advised, very ill advised. Never, never drive drunk. Never. Um, never. So at that point, Maud goes into the kitchen to I think get the whipped cream and the icing. Yes, and, and Walter, Walter goes to bring the, the cake. cake. And even the audience was like, yeah. this is a bad idea. This yeah, is all bad. Yeah, he is like weaving and bobbing all over the place. And you, you think the cake is going to go over overboard. So, But he uh, does get it on. He does get it onto the bar. Onto he the bar. He gets it onto the bar. That's, that's where he puts, puts the cake. And, um, um, you know, Maud comes in and starts like, she hands Walter the icing saying, here, yes. you write happy birthday, I'll, I'll take care of the rosettes. And Walter says something about, there's something about him being uh, like, a, like a pussycat, right? Well, that's, yeah, they, ha they start having the conversation and like Maud is really starting to see Walter in a very ugly way. Yeah. Like, you can, the, again, the acting is just so good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the acting mm -hmm. is so good. Yes. Again, a little melodramatic, but still, yes. that was that was of the time. Yes. And you just start seeing Maud continually go from, like, oh, it's fine, it's uh, this is just Walter. So, <laughs> uh -huh. like, no, there's a serious problem here. Yes. Yes. Um, and she, like, she mentions Walter's drinking, and he goes, when I'm drunk, I'm a pussycat. Yes. And, like, starts meowing and licks he her licks face. He licks her face, yes. Licks her face. And she have you ever done that with any of your boyfriends? Lick their face? No. I have. Ugh. I have. Oh. I'm sorry, I have Oh, pussycat. <laughs> no, I, I, I Where take Where did from, I go wrong? I take from Michelle Pfeiffer. Like, uh, take from Michelle Pfeiffer and even Catherine O'Hara. Because uh -huh. Catherine O'Hara licked, um, what's his name's face in Beetlejuice. Like, she said something really cute and then quickly licked his nose. I don't, I don't remember that. I do. I, you I have to. The next time you watch Beetlejuice. The next time you watch Beetlejuice. And of course, Michelle <clears throat> Pfeiffer and Batman. Oh, yes. Licking Michael Keaton's face. Like, oh, yeah. Just. Uh, yes. I don't know. I'm did did you know that they, that they had, they had actually been in a relationship? I can believe that, yeah. Yeah, they they were together, yeah. and then you know, then they split up, and then they had to make you know this movie together. They they were fine though, but it was like consummate professionals. Yeah, but I'm like the chemistry so weird though. to like the chemistry. Yes, the two of them. Yes. Well, oh, the I'm sure you know, doing. having been in a relationship and then not. I mean, I'm sure. It's I'm like sure there fuel. was a, there was a little bit I'm of sure discomfort the, there. The performances. Oh, by, of course, of course, it did. Absolutely. So, um. So Maud, she tells him, she tells him, uh, one more, one more meow, meow and I'll do. have you altered. Can have him altered? And uh, that's when she sprays the the whipped cream on on him. his shirt. Yes. And he goes, I've never shaved my shirt before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at that point, like Maud sees, like Walter, you didn't spell happy, you spelled hippie. Hippie. 
So Walter says, oh, I'll put a candle on it. Nobody will notice. Yes. And he takes this giant, I'm saying like large water bottle sized candle candle and slams it right where... Hippie uh, was written. Hippie was right written, in the, the eye. Right in the eye. Right in the middle of the cage. And at that point, Maud is, Maud is hiding her face. And I don't know if that was B. Arthur, like, hiding the fact that she was giggling mm. or, like, just, just an acting choice. So she's hiding her face. She's hiding her shame. And then, like, the, the audience is cracking up. Yeah. The audience is absolutely cracking up. And then she goes, look what you did. Like, and then like at that point, the this, is, this is where the episode really takes that, a turn. Yeah, because you're because you're drunk, and at the, this point, it's like that. Then we don't hear anything now from yeah. The, from the, the audience, audience is just silent. There's no more laughter at this point. So Maud is like, "You wouldn't have done that if you were sober." She says, "You're you're 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 different. You're different when you're drunk." When you're and drunk. even Arthur said the same thing. Yeah. Arthur said, "You're a very different person when you're drunk." And she said, "You know, look at the, the way you're looking at me. Like you know, you look like you could kill. You look like you." And could he kill. says, "If I kill, it would be because someone pushed me to kill, not because I'm drunk." Yes. And uh, and he's 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 saying that um, he that he has resentment. That he's not he's not a cripple, he's not sick, he just likes to drink. Yep. And he has no drinking problem. And he's like, now at this point he's getting really angry. Really angry, and he's he's pushing Wad and he's like, Did you hear me? I asked you, I, I a, asked question, you a question, damn it. Damn it. And then at that point, uh Walter does slap. He slaps her. Slaps Maud. And that was like I, uh, when I first watched this episode, this was the one episode where I'm just like, all right, I think that's enough Maud for now. Like, I need to just, mm. I need to just back away from the series for a little bit. Because I have never, um, number one, when you see someone mm. that you have idolized for a very long period of time get physically like slapped mm-hmm. it it affects you mm-hmm. and our you know it's funny i i'm gonna get a little personal right now there was there was a time when uh, my sister got mouthy with my father and he slapped her oh. clear across the face uh-huh. and it just it really affected me and i do mm-hmm. not know why why there's that correlation between the two outside of the physical abuse uh-huh. um but it was one of those moments where i'm like i i need to take a step back that was just a little too real for me mm-hmm. Um, and I can only imagine how other people would feel uh, oh, sure. among, among similar circumstances. Um, and, and the audience gasped. Yes, there was a very there was, was a very clear gasp. Yeah, they, the audience was shocked because I don't think they were prepared for it. Because, yeah, you no. know, Sometimes with certain sitcoms, they'll like they'll do a couple of takes. Yeah. Um, of like certain jokes and whatnot, but I think when it, I I'm pretty sure Norman Lear in his brilliance or Hal Cooper, I think was the director. Yes. Hal Cooper and his brilliance probably saw that, heard the heard the audience reaction, and just like kept that take. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a real like I, watching it again. It was a very real smack. Mm-hmm. Like it was a very yeah. real slap across the face. Yeah. Um, Which I'm sure B. Arthur wanted him to do. He I wanted, I know absolutely. I think that's exactly wanted, what he wanted. She wanted. She the, wanted that realism. Yeah. She wanted that authenticity. She wanted the realism. She the wanted scene. the authenticity of the scene. Um, um, so at that point, the audience gasps were all like, uh, we're all like, you could hear a pin drop in that audience. Yeah. And Walter like starts holding his head and like, he, he breaks down. He, he cracks. He, yeah. He breaks down. He's like holding his head. He's crying. Yeah. And Maud is like, it's okay. She, yeah. Maud goes to, goes to him. Yeah. And she's trying to, she's the one who's been slapped. And, but now she's the one comforting him. Yep. And you know she's saying she's like it's all right. Me. You didn't hurt me. Everything's going she's to be like, all right. You know she's saying don't cry, Walter. Yeah. I mean it was. Uh, yeah, very very heavy. It was very very, very, very heavy. heavy. Like I, it's one of the reasons why I just can't. I cannot watch the episode. It's, it's funny. It's a difficult episode. It's a very difficult episode. I mean, episode all the way up until this point, there's so many jokes and there's so much laughter, hilarity. Yeah. And then at the, that very end, it just like it yep. just flips the script on you completely, and you're like, "Whoa!" It's and all of a sudden you're like, "Shit, just got real." Shit got very real. That's um, exactly what it was like. That is exactly what it is like. And, we, I, and I do have I do have a uh, a domestic abuse story I I can share. Okay. Not a personal one of mine. It's actually my husband's grandfather. Okay. On his father's side. Okay. 
his his uh, his wife, my husband's grandmother, mm-hmm. um, when and th- this was like when he was very 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 young. Yeah. Um, the the grandfather was very abusive to uh, Frank's grandmother. To the grandmother. And was very hand, hand, handsy and would, you would slap her for, for any reason. Yes. Like if, if the, the macaroni was brought out on the table and it wasn't, it wasn't you know, at the right temperature, she would get a smack. Wow. Yeah, he was like old, real old world, cruel. Off the boat? Uh, probably, yeah. Oof. Cruel Italian... Like you know, he would like if you know if something was wrong with 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 it, he'd he'd be calling her. He'd be like, "Mommy, mommy," and he'd be like pointing to the to his his dish. Yeah. Like you know, she was supposed to know what was wrong with it, but he. The uh, grandfather would say, grandpa, "Mommy, mommy." Yeah, he would call the, the his Ooh, wife. That means that he went. Some, he went some abuse. Yeah. He went he went through some stuff when he was younger. Didn't and he? this is what happened. <clears throat> uh oh. The grandmother passed away. This happened when Frank was very young. The father, the grandfather. Yes, the grandfather. Went back to her family in Italy. Yeah. And told them, your wife died, your, your daughter died, you owe me a wife. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> what? I'm not kidding. He said, he told them right after she died, he said, your, da- your daughter died, you owe me a wife. So. Wow. They sent the sister. Oh, dear. They sent the sister. And he hit her once. Once. (laughs) She went into the kitchen. She got the cast iron pan. And she whacked him on the back of the head. (laughs) What what happened was she knew that for all these years he he had had physically abused her her sister. sister. Yeah. And then their family, you know, made her come here. To marry him and take care of him, but she wasn't having any, any of that. No. And she ended up, you know, she ended up, she then basically abused him. <laughs> and, well, you know, but you know what? Karma. Karma. You do reap what you sow. You reap what you sow. So, but, you know, after the, after the cast iron pan in the back of the head, he never. Never raised a hand la- again. Raised a hand to raised her again. Raised a hand to her again. And it was, it was, you know, it wow. was unbe- unbelievable, unbelievable. Wow. I, I, every time he tells this story, I'm just, I, I, I can't believe it. Yeah. But that was, but you know, for the, you know, old world Italians. Yeah. A lot of old, old world, world period, old you know, world period. Culture. Old world cultures. They're very. Turn their eye to very domestic eye abuse. To yeah. They they just turned their eye to domestic abuse, it's, and we spoke about this. And uh, was it the was it the last episode we were talking about the burning bed? Yeah, burning you know, the bed. Um, you know that Charles uh, Ch- Chuck Chuck wanting to brutalize Vivian. Right, right. Like it just, it's that it's that romanticizing of abuse that that you see that you saw a lot of in older. And, and not only just romanticizing, but also just. Um, <clears throat> an attitude that like well that's you know that's between a husband that's just and a wife a husband and a wife and yeah. you know it's really nobody should get should get involved yeah and we we now know that you know that is not true that is not the case and nobody in in any relationship should have to endure domestic abuse and i know that we've repeated this a number of times but there is help out there yes there is help available to you um there are aa meetings readily available to you it's just you know it's one of those things where we've constantly had to say you have to want to yes. get the help you have to want to yes. get yourself out of that situation um we are not we are not psychiatrists no. we are not therapists no, we nothing. are not we are not we are not trained we're, we're not, just drag queens we're just drag queens um but we've also seen a lot of uh, we've seen a lot of shit in our day mm-hmm. and we also know that there is help readily available mm-hmm. it's just you have to be willing to accept that yes yes That's, you know you can lead a horse to water but, but you, you can't, can't make him drink. drink um uh, but yeah, that is that was the part one. Part was one. I was only part one. Only part one. I know. Only part one of. And, uh, of and after that, of course, it, it just it just faded to black, and there was no no music played. No, there was at no. the end. Usually so the, every episode, I think the only other episode was Maud's dilemma. Maud's where dilemma. At the end 
of, uh, I don't know if it was season one. I don't know, season one. I don't know if it was part one of Muslim Dilemma or part two. Right. I think it was part two where they just held each other yeah. and there was no music, no music played, played after played that. At the end, yeah. um, and there was no applause. There was no right. nothing. It was, right. just, it was just silence. Silence. Um, I, mean, I always appreciate it when sitcoms did that because like it, it shows that you're dealing with a very heavy topic and right. that you should not be applauding physical abuse. Right. Um, I, I actually remember the, uh, the Brady Bunch. They they brought that show back in a few different forms yeah, over they the did. years. Mm-hmm. There were some things that were like you know like a sitcommy thing, like where they had I think uh, Marsha and Jen. With their husbands, it was a sitcom. They tried doing something where they were doing like a variety They tried doing spin-offs. Show. They tried doing the spin-offs. Then they had, uh, I think it was in the eighties. Was it the eighties or early nineties where they tried? They brought them, tried to bring them back as a dramatic series called the nineties. Brady's. I think it was the. I think it was like late eighties, early nineties, somewhere yes. in that, that middle area. And they were trying to do it as a, as a dramatic show, but they had like a laugh track. And like they had, Marsha was struggling with alcoholism, but they had like a laugh track playing, you know, while she's, you know, tipsy and, and all this. And I was, it was like. Really awkward and uncomfortable. And cr- do cringy, you know, cringy. do you know a lot of those laugh tracks came from I Love Lucy? Really? Yep. I did not know that. A lot of laugh tracks came from I Love Lucy. Oh. Even, uh, what about the ones where, where you, there are some though, where you can hear, especially. The one where um, uh, Lucy has the the clown come and and he's teaching her the you know slowly I turn yeah step, step by, by step, step inch and, by and inch then, and then you know it's, and then he's she you know it's Martha it's, yeah the Mar- Martha and then there's the the pie yeah and, and 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 he's he's and she's she's like no give give it give it to me and he slams Snaps the pie the in her face <clears throat> you can hear right after that. You, Ricky Lambert. You can hear Ricky Lambert. That infamous laugh. Yes. That infamous laugh. It's, it's like, every time I watch that episode, I, I wait for that. Because you can hear, you can hear Ricky Desi Arnaz laughing. 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 <laughs> but, I, but I tell you, there are times when I'm watching a sitcom, like mm-hmm. whether it's an old sitcom or mm-hmm. like a relatively newish one, uh-huh. and I'll watch it and I'm like, why am I hearing Desi Arnaz laughing? Okay. Why am I oh, hearing... So you have heard? I him? have heard. Oh, I, that's so that yeah, I'm pretty. Wow. I, I forget what sitcoms use that use the Lucy laugh track, mm-hmm. but some of them have used the the track. Wow, of Lucy. Mm-hmm. that's a that's amazing. It doesn't surprise sitcoms. Yeah, just sitcoms. Yeah, you know, Desi Arnaz created the repeat. Yes, he did. There, there was no such thing as repeats until him. Until him. Until yes. Desi Lou. Until Desi Desi Lou. Until Desi. And Lou. he made a he made a mint. fortune. Mint on he it. He made a fortune. Yes. The one that I will say this though, of the shows that I know of, I wish like hell uh Vampira got reruns. Vampira. I don't ever Myla Nermy. I yeah, I know who she is. I didn't I didn't I thought she just did a show where she like in the nineteen fifties she had a variety show where she would it would almost be like like what Elvira does now. Oh, okay. Where she would watch the movies and she yeah. would have like color commentary. The only the only bit of that show that exists mm-hmm. because I think after a certain point, I don't know if it was Arca, the studio that had those mm-hmm. uh, videos, I think either burned it oh. or got rid of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the only shame. the only thing that exists of the Vampire show was her like walking to the camera, screaming at the top of her lungs and saying, screaming relaxes me. So it was the opening of the show. That's uh-huh. the only thing that remains of that show. Mm. I have to, I have to I'm sure look, I can find it on oh, YouTube. Oh, absolutely. I have to look it up. Please. I was f- I'm familiar with Vampire because also wasn't she in Plan Nine from Outer Plan Space? Plan Nine from Outer Space. Yep. Yes, the worst movie. And ever she made. also was the uh, design model for Maleficent. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yep. Oh, Bella Lugosi was the uh, the character model for the big Chernabog devil character from Fantasia. Mm. Uh huh. And the Vampire was the uh, the model for Maleficent. Maleficent. Ah, oh. interesting. Yeah. Mm. Potpourri, potpourri for you on God will get you for that, Walter. Yes, because yes, this won't, this won't 
air until after Halloween, but you know, we're before Halloween yes. right now, so this is all this little Halloweeny Halloweeny stuff. stuff. <laughs> we're, we're in the mood. We're in the mood for Halloween. Yes, we are. Yes, we are in the mood for Halloweeny stuff. Oh. So, with that being said, thank you for listening to another episode of God'll Get You for That Walter. If you would like to follow us, you can on Facebook. You can follow us on YouTube, and you can follow us on Instagram at God will get you for that Walter. And on Instagram, it's Finley's Friendly Appliances. Yes. And if you would like to, those are the only three that we have, right? Well, um, the the podcast, you know, oh, the podcast streams. Is, is streams on Buzzsprout, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Pandora Spotify, Spotify, all that fun stuff. Yes, all those things, many and many more. But many moons from now, yes. people will listen to us and say, "Wow, those two drag queens talking about that one sitcom from the '70s. Good for them. Good for them." <laughs> Good for them. If you would like to follow me, you can at thattomcat.com. I am that tomcat literally everywhere. Everywhere. And if they would like to follow you, they can at Tony Homeperm. And that's, that's Tony with an I. Tony with an I. That's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, everywhere. YouTube, all those mm-hmm. good all those good places. And of course my website, Tony and of course the website. Dot com. Yes. Yes. With that said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, and we'll you'll well, hear. Make sure to tune in for the next oh, episode. Oh yes, make sure to tune in for the next for the episode. Continuation for the continuation of Walter's Problem Part Two. Walter's Problem Part Two. They have to tune in. Thank you for jumping in with that because I'm like I know. Oh well. Yep. That's what I'm here for. That correcting me. My only job. My, only, my sole purpose in life. Thanks. Anytime. Thank you Anytime. so much, Tony. I You're genuinely welcome. love and appreciate I know you. you do. Have a good night, guys, and thanks again for listening. Bye bye.